the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Who's next? Melania. Yesterday it was the boss at the National Enquirer, and we hear that he has a safe full of documents that might show that Donald Trump uh, might have had a problem staying faithful to his wife. You need to put that in the safe, I guess. Uh, today it's the CFO of the Trump Organization, Alan Weisberg, who's we find uh, we find out has uh, been given immunity. So that, I guess, makes Melania about the only person left, although I guess there's always Ivanka and her two brothers who could get immunity for something if they don't have it already. I mean, we could find out that they've had it for a while. What I'm having a little trouble figuring out here um, is what any of this has to do with colluding with the Russians. And isn't that what Bob Mueller was brought in to look for? I mean, that's what I seem to remember. So how come he hasn't found anything yet on that? Or if he has, how come he's not showing it? And doing something about it. Weisberg has apparently, that's the uh, the CFO, Weisberg, um, he's apparently already testified to a grand jury, as I said. So it's been a pretty annoying week for the Trump family, wouldn't you say? And most of the media love it. You, you know what, though? I'm glad I'm doing the kind of talk show here on AM 1250, The Answer, uh, that doesn't make me feel obligated to spend more than a minute or two on this stuff at this point in the day. Because the other people on the Salem Network do a great job of covering it, and we'll continue to do it uh, after I'm off the air here. But I have a feeling that the people in the media, not only the the, uh, the Trump-hating media, which is most of the media, obviously, but Fox News, the guys on this network, other talk show hosts around the country, I really think they care about it more than the average person out there. There's just nothing else to talk about right now. Uh, and it's just every day there's something new, but it's something new that to me... It, it's it's new, but it doesn't it doesn't change anything. Donald Trump was a billionaire who was so famous. You remember when he was so uh, he was so famous that he was affectionately, and I mean affectionately, referred to as the Donald. Remember when he was the Donald before he was the president, and he'd show up on a, a night uh, a late night talk show, and everybody would fall down and kiss his butt and tell him how cool and wonderful he was, and they would wink about his ability to chase, not chase women, catch women uh, after he chased them, and uh, always having what we used to call when I was in college an arm piece, which was a, a really nice-looking uh, a woman and, you know, a, a good-looking woman to show off at the party. So by the people, you know, all the people in the media who are now acting so scandalized by the revelation that he had a wandering eye when he was married and still known as a billionaire playboy, they're all just, they're, we're supposed to be shocked by this he got he was elected president everybody knew all this stuff nobody cared i don't know any better than you where this is going um i just wanted to get there wherever it's going please i'm begging you get there and if you have something on the president that rises to the level of a high crime or whatever kind of misdemeanor that's required to impeach him uh, bring it on I go with Alan Dershowitz. Uh, you heard the video, the, the the recording that we played here a couple of days ago, and it's been all over the internet. And he was on uh, a couple of different networks saying that saying, and he's the Harvard professor and a guy who voted for Hillary Clinton, who says what the president may or may not have done with uh, Cohen and the payoffs for the Playmate and the porn star amounts to jaywalking when it comes to campaign finance violations. I, I don't know about you, but I won't be shocked if we found out that the president was lying when he said the porn star and the playmate were lying about him. I, I'm, I'm not going to be shocked. Who cares? And this is not the same as Bill Clinton denying what he was doing with an intern in the Oval Office during business hours. He was already president. He should have resigned about five minutes after he was busted with Monica Lewinsky. And maybe there was a time when finding out that a guy who's president might have cheated on his wife and might have paid off some women to keep it quiet might have mattered. But let's face it here. Bill Clinton set the bar way too high for anybody to follow him. You, you can't, until you rise to the level of what Bill Clinton did and then got a pass for, you, you know, we're, we're, there's, it's not worth talking about it. Especially by anybody who still supports him, Bill Clinton, and, and anybody who voted for his wife. 
to convince anybody that they really care, those people are going to have to really come up. With, I, I don't know how they're going to do it because they, the bar was set high by uh, Bill Clinton and they gave him and his wife a pass. So they have nothing to say about anybody's morals for the rest of their time in the media. So find me a Russian hiding under the bed in the Lincoln bedroom or let me up. So today, we won't be talking about the latest Trump bombshell. Coming up next, we're going to talk to a black conservative college kid at Clemson, school starting, by the way, who is also a writer for the College Fix. He has some good stuff to say, and he's written some good stuff. And after that, we're going to talk about a lot of things with Ralph Sindrich, who's been around the NFL for 46 years, first as a player, then as an agent. And I may end up uh, getting around to asking him if we are seeing the beginning of the end of tackle football. And by the way, high school football starts tonight. You can hear the Central Catholic Erie Cathedral prep game right here on AM 1250, The Answer. And also, coming up in our last segment, there's a woman who's working for ESPN making $5 million a year who's been scandalized by everything that's been happening in football lately at Ohio State and all that stuff. She says that she's not going to pay attention to football anymore. We'll be right back. Stick around. Experienced a nice Trumponomics bump in your portfolio? We know the market goes up, and unfortunately, we also know it goes down. Don't risk your retirement to market whims. Learn how you can lock in those gains today by spending time with the team at Marley Financial. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial can help you design a retirement plan that is bulletproof against the market's ups and downs. The team at Marley Financial uses a multitude of different techniques to make sure that you have a retirement Retirement plan that is tax friendly, stable, and worry free. Oh, and speaking of taxes, did you know that Marley Financial can handle that too? With all the changes in the tax laws, be sure you're taking advantage of the best possible deduction and make sure you know what adjustments to make for your overall financial picture going forward. Call today for a no obligation consultation to see just how, for 25 years, the clients at Marley Financial have never had a retirement plan fail. Call 724 884 1496 today. 724 884 1496 or visit them at marleyfg.com. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge mention am 1250 and get an exclusive 10 percent discount for listeners of this station only why pay double before you buy visit windowsruspittsburgh.com they're more than a window company they're the area's premier exterior replacement company windowsruspittsburgh.com people come in with health concerns and we try to address those at the root cause at the medicine shops in oakmont and penn hills nurse practitioner joyce gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical-based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons could be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that and as we age our body typically doesn't even make enough as it should to break down our food a lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn call for a consultation today the medicine shop in oakmont and penn hills 888-865-9595 you know the moment the workday is over your daily responsibilities have been met the shoes slip off and you lie back It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. 
At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, just about everybody, including a lot of college kids, will be back in school next week. And you will notice on this show that we will spend a lot of time dealing with some of the world-class stupidity that exists on uh, so many college campuses. That's why the College Fix is one of my favorite websites, because they provide us with a lot of that stupidity. Yesterday, I came across a piece by Stone Washington. He's a student at Clemson who's a writer for College Fix. And he wrote a story about a a U.S. history course at Clemson that focuses on the... um, post-Civil War era to present day and spends a lot of time talking about white rage and Black Lives Matter. Stone is with us right now. Stone, thanks for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me, John. I really appreciate it. So what was it about the course uh, that bothered you enough to write the piece? Um, Well, being a history major, uh, I'm a senior at Clemson, I was uh, really uh, insulted uh, by the fact that this professor was just was propagating herself as a history teacher uh, is inserting all these political matters into what's supposed to be just a basic intro level history course. And I just did some research about it. And I, I saw that she was teaching a lot of different authors and books that were uh, heavily politicized and that had like a liberal bias to them. Um, like you mentioned earlier, uh, one was white, white rage. Uh, another was a uh, uh, disarming the second amendment. Um, and there are a couple other books that just really kind of gave me a big shock. I was like, wow, I can't believe they're allowing her to teach this. So I, that kind of inspired me to, to write this and to expose this liberal bias and also to reach out to her and ask why she felt it uh, necessary to teach this course. And you are a black conservative on a college campus, and I'm guessing that really makes you part of a pretty small minority. Am I right about that? Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, I'm a, a very small minority. I don't really know too many other black conservatives. Um, I'm part of the Young Americans for Freedom uh, as a conservative group and a, the Tiger Town Observer is my uh, conservative um, political newspaper on campus. Uh, but yes, a very small minority. And um, uh, what, you, what you described from this, the course that you wrote about uh, in the most recent piece that I saw uh, with the the white rage and all that stuff, um, and and the liberal bias that you see, you're going to be a senior, so you've been there for a while at Clemson. How often have you been confronted with this kind of stuff over the three years you've been there? Uh, this particular brand of uh, this, this liberal bias I haven't been confronted with too often. Um, it's just more subtle in a lot of the classes I've taken. Uh, a couple of my history professors and certain some political science professors have had a, a liberal undertone in their courses, but they just kind of were more subtle about it, and they, they were more outright in trying to uh, propagandize their teachings. Um, so they, this kind of was a major surprise. I've never uh, confronted something uh, to this degree. Well, when I looked you up on uh, the College Fix, and I saw a really good piece you wrote about your dad, uh, who almost crossed paths with Barack Obama at Harvard, and it uh, explained a lot about why you are a conservative. Tell us his story. Oh, of course. Yeah, my, my dad, uh, Professor Ellis Washington, uh, he's uh, this, this, I was really inspired to write about him because he's a blacklisted uh, conservative academic. Uh, he teaches various uh, legal courses, property law, and paralegal courses. And for over 35 years, uh, he told his life story and his struggle against uh, – seeking admittance into a lot of America's elite and prominent schools. And uh, a lot of times he's written many professors at Harvard, uh, where he actually where he attended uh, during the time of Barack Obama was there. Um, he and uh, his alma mater, U of M, um, a lot of these schools, they, he would reach out to them, but they would never uh, give any credence to his work or, or give him, offer him a position or even a, a chance to... Um, give a speech or something on campus so he uh but it wasn't let me excuse me for interrupting but it wasn't because he's black no no it's it's the uh it's the terrible combination that the left sees as 
being black and conservative and, mm-hmm. and also being a Christian. I, in many respects, he, he mentions that in a lot of his writings. So it's, it's this, I, it's, um, pended, I think, in the, in the, the article, Ideological Discrimination and Racism on the basis of the way he thinks and, um, the fact that he's a conservative is, isn't, uh, permitted in a lot of these intolerant colleges. Well, your, uh, your father went to, uh, college with Barack Obama, uh, who became president of the United States. What was his impression of him? Um, in fact, actually, he really didn't remember uh, Barack Obama when he was there uh, as a student. He, he he might have vaguely seen him um, in an intramural basketball game. I think he mentioned that in the article. But he really doesn't have any remembrance of Obama being on campus and um, or being a big name on the campus when he was there. We're talking to Stone Washington. He's a uh, going to be a senior at Clemson. And he's also a writer for the College Fix. Now, your bio at the College Fix says you're a, a history major, which you just said, with a political science minor, and that you're an accomplished public speaker, which you've already proven here, uh, Stone. So how long before you run for office? Uh, uh, I mean, you're a history you. major, uh, I, political uh, science. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, Definitely I have uh, major dreams to run for political office in the future. Uh, I'm I'm still thinking about it right now. I'm, I'm interested in uh, a career in uh, practicing law. I'm interested in going to law school after my time at Clemson. Uh, and then after that, I, I'm going to look into uh, running for political office. See, I knew that. I knew you were going to say that. So uh, <laughs> and what's the reaction you get from other black students at Clemson when they find out what you're involved in here? Um, well, some of the some other reactions is, Really, most of the time, it's bewilderment. Um, most of the students really don't understand uh, the hidden political agendas of a lot of professors, like the one I mentioned in my article, Professor uh, Maribel Mori, who uh, just really seek to politicize their class more than teach the basic lessons of history or political science or, or just from an unbiased perspective. So a lot of the people that I talk to really don't understand or, uh, or a lot of times are just, don't even care. They're indifferent. Uh, so I, I just really try to raise awareness of a lot of the clubs I'm a part of, like uh, the Young Americans for Freedom, uh, Ty- uh, Tiger Town Observer, and Turning Point USA. Um, and you say that that uh, you you the, the, a bewilderment, and I've I've seen I've seen stories probably on uh, some of them on the College Fix, where there are. On college campuses, I'm not. I don't know about Clemson, but I've seen it at other places. Um, math people are teaching, coming up with ways to politicize math courses. So it, it's everywhere, isn't it? Oh yeah, I actually wasn't aware of uh, it being in, in math. Oh yeah, well, I, I wish I had an example to give you, but I there. If you look, you'll find them. Yeah, that's, and that, that just shows um, just one of the, the biggest pet peeves I have with uh, liberals is that they just don't seem to be able to disassociate uh, politics and uh, academics or, or entertainment or, or just a lot of other sectors that should be normally be separated. Um, and they, they just they seek to integrate their own political views and, and um, propagandize them into these lessons that are in subjects that are, aren't normally political. Um, and, 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 and I'm just wondering, um, how do you uh, deal with courses that blame the white men for uh, everything without being called an apologist? You know, how, do you, how do you write about these courses and complain about them without being called, especially by maybe your black friends, uh, uh, an apologist or a traitor to your race, which is the kinds of things that, as you know, I'm sure, your dad put up with and black conservatives have to put up with all the time? <laughs> Yes, uh, th- that's a good question. Um, I I would say I, I usually just try to when I'm writing, I like to disassociate myself from my my skin color. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I take pride in being a black uh, conservative and a, uh, a black person, but um, when I'm writing, I just try to expose the issue at hand, uh, which is the clear uh, discrimination against uh, white people and, and whiteness, as is called by a lot of people. Um, and, and even with the, you see with the issue with, uh, that New York Times writer, uh, Sarah Zhang, 
um, oh, yeah. saying such yeah. horrible racist things against white people as mm-hmm. if they were lower than animals. And, and, and then in the New York Times almost saying that it's impossible to be racist towards white people. So I, I decided to just expose racism, whatever race I am, or whatever race it is towards. And, um, and I, th- I just think it's really despicable. Yeah, I, 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 when I asked the question, I didn't mean to. Uh, uh, what I meant was. I know you, you. When you're writing, you're not you're not always conscious of the fact that you're a black man writing a, a piece for the for the uh, college fix. But I, I'm just wondering um, the reaction you get from other black people. The reason I ask that two reasons: I'm not black, so I don't I can't relate to it. But number two is that I see this all the time. That if if you're if you're not a liberal, you're and if you are political at all, and you happen to be. Uh, conservative or right-leaning, then you have to either apologize for it, explain yourself. I mean, how often do you have to do that when your friends find out that, you know, you're writing this kind of stuff? Um, usually I, I, I never, ever uh, apologize for the way I think about being a black person and conservative. And uh, it has arisen a lot of times in many of my classes, um, specifically uh, during the election of a the presidential election in 2016, I was taking a, a political election class, and a lot of times I, I'll, I'll be the only person that was outspoken about supporting uh, President Trump and uh, conservative efforts for the election. And uh, a lot of my classmates, uh, a couple of them were black, would always uh, kind of have a frown on their face or look at me in a weird way and ask, so how could you ever think like that? Or uh, why do you think the way you do? And I just say that's just, that's just me, and I'm I'm unapologetic about it, and that's um, I just that's me. I, I don't see see blacks as being disassociated from conservatives just because most blacks vote Democrat. Yeah, and and do, when you um, when you see this happening all the time, and it seems like you know blacks uh, are so well they uh, they vote ninety percent Democrat. You know all that. Um, how much of it, when you, I, I'm trying to get at what it's like for young people on a college campus, black and white, but uh, we're talking about uh, blacks now because of your situation, but um, how much of it is based on their ignorance of the subject, their unwillingness to look at the other side, and how much of it is just, you, you, uh, the culture says that if you're a black guy or a black uh, woman on a college campus, you're supposed to fall in with the liberals. How much of it is that? And how much of it is just maybe an unwillingness to to see what's on the other side? Yes, um, I, I would probably say it's, it's mostly with uh, due to them fitting in, uh, fitting into culture. Um, it, it's it, on the sense that most blacks are aware that uh, they just most of their peers end up voting ninety four percent Democrat, and they just want to fit into that culture. And also that is is, is inspired by their their family. They just they may not know why they vote Democrat, but they just know that their family does, and the people that they know. And so they uh, and and if they they knew that they would be uh, slandered for voting Republican or being a conservative like myself, um, they they definitely wouldn't go that route. So they just want to fit in with the crowd. So that I think it's more uh, uh, on that that sense. I just have a few seconds left here, Stone. the, the the polls show Donald Trump's popularity up among blacks. Do you get any indication of that from from your black friends, uh, family, and family? Uh, I, I have yet to see that from uh, some of my black friends, but I have uh, I have heard that statistic on the in the media and uh, specifically with uh, Kanye West in an interview yeah. uh, on the Stephen Colbert show. And so I I definitely am confident in that. Um, and I hope to see it uh, more with the, some of the black people I come into contact with in the future, that they'll be more um, outspoken uh, for Trump. And um, I think a lot of blacks are, are supportive of Trump, but they just aren't very outspoken about it. Hey, Stone, I'm, I'm out of time. You did a great job. Stone Washington, really, thanks for being here, and good luck uh, senior year, man. Thank you so much, Don. I really appreciate it. Okay, we'll, we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. John McCain's family says the senator is stopping medical treatment for aggressive brain cancer. McCain was diagnosed a year ago with the same type of tumor that killed Senator Ted Kennedy at age 77. McCain would turn 82 next week. His family says he's already surpassed expectations for survival and with his usual strength of will has decided to stop treatment. In a written statement, the family says the progress of the disease and the inexorable advance of age render their verdict. McCain's been away from the Capitol since December. If he resigns or dies soon, Arizona's Republican governor would name a replacement to serve McCain's term through the 2020 election. Sagar Magani, Washington. Another good day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 133 points, the Nasdaq rose 67, the S&P advanced 17. This is SRN News. Are you tired of barely making money in your IRA? Did you miss out on the Internet boom? What if I told you that you could invest in cryptocurrency just before the institutions get involved? The fact is, institutional money is waiting on the sidelines with trillions of dollars, and the Chicago Board of Option is close to approving Bitcoin ETFs on its exchange. This is why the smart money like Goldman Sachs is taking down major positions. The key here is to position yourself before the institutional money takes over. The bottom line is this. Breaking news on Bitcoin is is about to break. By the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's too late. If you're able to position yourself at these levels today before the news, your percentage gains could be absolutely staggering. Get the facts now. Call 1-800-902-4700. Put your IRA or 401k to work for you today. Call 800-902-4700. 800-902-4700 for free information. Crypto-based IRA is a service of Santa Enterprises with custodial services of Kingdom Trust, not FDIC insured. Investment may lose value. Dennis Prager lays out the conservative mindset. My position and the position of every conservative I know is we don't care. You could be transgender, you could be cisgender, you could be brother gender, you could be anything you want. We only care about your values. We don't have a position on what you are. Conservatives have a position on what you stand for. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. Hi, everybody. This is Craig Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program. Such a fine service to be offered to the community. For every job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book, NFL Brawl. Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer, giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions a healthy pet is a happy pet, and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. Of 28 major metropolitan areas, only one U.S. mass transit agency, New York's, had higher total operating expenses per revenue hour for buses than the Port Authority of Allegheny County. As a recent study by the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy recently noted, Bus service is inexcusably costly and imposes far too heavily on taxpayers and turnpike users. Learn more about the Port Authority's outrageous cost structure at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional thinking has been challenged since 1995. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Parkway West, very heavy on the inbound side. Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound, also crawling along Banksville Road to 79. On 79, got a couple of issues. Northbound, it's jammed up from Noblestown Road up to 60. And on the southbound side, got an accident in the left lane at 50. And your delay starts at Noblestown Road. Over to the Parkway East, that's heavy on the outbound side. Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Partly cloudy, uncomfortable tonight with a low of 60 degrees. Some patchy fog will be around later tonight and into early tomorrow. For the day tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds. Another nice afternoon, 78. Becoming mostly cloudy tomorrow night. A shower, thunderstorm in some spots, late low 65. A morning shower, thunderstorm around Sunday, otherwise partial sunshine, 83. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. High school football season starts tonight, and as I mentioned earlier, you can hear a bunch of games uh, tonight and tomorrow here on AM 1250, The Answer, and on our sister stations, Word FM and WPIT. There are some college games this weekend, and the Steelers open in two weeks, so I thought tonight would be a good time to have a guy on who wrote a book called NFL Brawler, a player-turned-agent's 40 years in the bloody trenches of the National Football League. That would be Ralph Sindrich, played at Pitt, NFL, with the Patriots, Broncos, and Houston Oilers. Ralph, good to talk to you again. How you doing? Thanks for being here. I'm doing swell, John. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for the plug on NFL Brawler. Catchy title there. <laughs> so listen, I, was, I wasn't planning on starting on this, but I just saw a tweet from you uh, an hour or so ago about Urban Meyer, and I've seen a couple uh, of tweets from you. I, I'm getting the impression that you're not a big fan of Urban Meyer. Uh, if every, I think everybody knows he's got uh, he's had big problems at Ohio State the last few weeks, and and at Florida. You know, to yeah, me, yeah. he's a low life coach. You know, uh, he he's able to go out there and win. Uh, I'm disappointed in Ohio State in the failure to take actions against him. Uh, not only for this, but for the, this, the way the guy conducts himself. Uh, but uh, he's one, he's one of those out there, and there there, there are some others uh, uh, in college uh, sports. Uh, they, in my opinion, they just don't belong. And um, well, you don't have to get into specifics if you don't want to. But when you say uh, does kinds of things that they just don't belong, are you are you talking about cheating, or are you talking about um, the way he, he treats players? I'd say, John, uh, from going back to Florida, uh, more specifically, uh, I would say just the way he operates the program and uh, with no regard to the rules that are in place uh, by the NCAA. Of course, that happens with a lot of those boys down in the yeah. uh, down in the south, uh, and that's where he was. But, you know, you bring it on to the Big Ten, and certainly you can win. But there are programs, and I, having been uh, an agent out there, I know almost all of the programs. And uh, if you compare it, say, to a Wisconsin, which to me uh, is you know just a crystal clean program uh, for being in that type of conference and winning the way that they do. Uh, I'm sure everybody pays a little bit uh, of money out there. We always have payola, but sure. uh, not on the scale that I've seen at some of those schools. Yeah, I, I've had um, I've had some people tell me some amazing things about uh, bags of cash and briefcases full of money that they've seen. And uh, it's amazing that it somehow doesn't get out because everybody seems to know it. But it doesn't. But it's not out there. It's. I mean, somehow the media. I think there's a lot of cheerleaders in the media, and that's the problem. Uh, that might, you know, especially when it comes to college football, you got media in these small college towns. And we had a guy on uh, the other day talking about uh, what's happening with Ohio State, and he, he said in some of these towns, the college football program is the whole is the town. It's the economics, uh, you know, people's jobs, everything. They don't want to do anything to to bring the program down so they look the other way including the media it's one thing for the for the guy who owns the pizza shop to look the other way but for the media that's kind of embarrassing it is and but for many of them if they're not a cheerleader they have to go out and uh, find another job <laughs> that's right hey you're uh, so we're talking to ralph sindrich so i'm going to give you the name of the book again because i love the name of the book uh nfl brawler a player turned agents 40 years in the bloody trenches of the national football league so your book says 40 years in the bloody trenches of the nfl which trenches were bloodier the ones with the players or the ones when you were playing or 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 the owners and gms when you were trying to get a contract for one of your clients when when i when i was trying to get a contract uh really without question oh yeah i mean i i would i would square off with uh the nfl people uh, even the good ones out there, and, and uh, like a guy like Bill Pulling, for example, who's in a Hall of Fame, and many of them were, were good buddies afterwards. But when you're in there and you're fighting on behalf of the client, you do what you can to win for the client. Wow. And you were one of the first players to become an agent. So uh, what made you decide to go that route? 
you know, it, I started practicing law, and uh, law law was was, was uh, okay, but not as much fun as representing players. And right. Not really quite, quite honestly, not as profitable either at that time. And and uh, when I was on the Houston Oilers, uh, I'd have guys uh, come up and talk to me about what was going on and what you know that they have a problem or two here. And I don't know how good I was at giving advice, but they sure liked the price. Yeah, and uh, so that's a little bit more exciting than divorce court, is what you're saying. Yeah, but without question, I, yeah, and I love it. And I, I really developed some very good relationships out there. I mean, guys, you know, Mark May, for example, from Pitt, 1981, he's like my little brother. I mean, we still, uh, I'm in California right now, and he'll come down to visit me here or stop in at Pittsburgh and stay over, and that's just one example. But going back, uh, uh, just many of them, Bill Freilich, uh, uh, guys from Pitt, uh, started with a guy uh, from Pitt, Tom Brzoza, where we ended up uh, – uh, suing the Pittsburgh Steelers. I remember that. Didn't get to, yeah, I cost them a third-round draft choice. I almost had to move out of town. Wow. I was, so, yeah. so, so, you know, it's... It, yeah. I'm just going to ask you, um, how was Dan Rooney... I don't know how much you actually talked to him, uh, but how was he to negotiate with? And how often did you have to go head-to-head with him? You know, never with Dan. He'd always be... Uh, Back, yeah, he'd be the guy making the call. Yeah, Dan treated me. Dan treated me far better than I ever treated the Steelers. I didn't deserve uh, how I, he accommodated me. Uh, it was one of those things to where I thought I'd just go hard all the time, but I was treated extremely well. Always had a good relationship, uh, and uh, really right up until the very end. And you know, a lot of people thought I was a homer, but it wasn't that. Uh, it was that the Steelers did what they said they were going to do, and they treated their their players with respect. It's not to say they didn't make hard decisions and do what they had to do to win, but, but you always knew that if you were on that team, you were going to get a fair shake. At least that was my experience and the experience that I, that I saw most of the, uh, the agents and players out there. And you get into detail about uh, these negotiations in your book? I cer- certainly do, and one of my favorite chapters is with the chief, uh, and uh, I learned a, I learned a good lesson. In fact, it was it was on Tom Brzoza, uh where I had to go down there to pick up Tom Brzoza's check. And uh, I went in there, and I was you know I was picked off. Uh, you know I thought I was maybe a tough guy. It wasn't all that long since I had played ball and wrestled, right. and uh, so I was ready to fight. But uh, as I go down and get the check, uh, the nice lady gave it to me. And she says. Oh, and and the chief would like to see you. And I, oh my god, <laughs> you're done you know, then. And I, I, I literally started to turn for the door, right? And and you know, thank God, something hit me and said, "You just can't do that." No. And I went and I I took that walk back to his office, and it was just like in the play, uh, uh, him sitting behind his desk with that cigar. And it, it all ended up uh, with me finally getting to the point after talk. He talked to me about Pitt. And everything. I mean, he treated me like 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 I was a family member. And I said at the end, you know, Mister Mister Rooney, I'm I'm sorry about what what happened here. I, you know, I didn't I didn't mean to cause that type of problem. You know? well, and, hey. and he looked at me. Put he put down his cigar through those big coke glasses. Looked me square in the eye. He said, "Let me ask you: When you were doing what you were doing, did you think it was the right thing to do?" I said, "Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I did. Uh, and did you do the best you could do?" Yes, sir, I did. He said, well, that's all that really matters. Well, you know, the first time I, I met him um, uh, at the uh, at the Steeler offices, I was a young guy working at KQV Radio. I was about 29, 30 years old. And um, I went into the Steeler offices, and, I mean, I was, you know, I, I was intimidated just by seeing the, the, the Super Bowl trophies. And I thought, um, somebody's going to come out and throw me out. And I, I, I was greeted by Art Rooney, the chief. And not some underling. It was he came out, and he didn't say, excuse me, sir, do you have a credential? Or, um, uh, you know, what are you doing here? He said, what's your name? I, I told him. He said, did your, did your grandfather grow up on the north side, and did they call him Lamp Post? <laughs> I, I had no idea, but, I mean, I, I, it, was, it was just great. And so I, from that moment on, he was like my grandfather. I just, uh, he was the nicest guy I ever met in sports. But and you know we had a favorite favorite priest in my hometown, uh, and I don't want to get into another subject. But his name was Father Sheets, and he was literally a street fighter from the north side of Pittsburgh. Yeah, and 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 the chief 
the chief knew I was from Abella and asked, asked about him right there. And, 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 and you know, Dan uh, also uh, much, much tougher, and he had to be. Yeah. And I don't think they do what they did with, without Dan Rooney. I mean, he put, you know, he had it all there. But even even with him, I was just treated far better than I should have ever been treated, especially given the problems that I caused with the Steelers. And sometimes I just didn't know better. You know, I'd just be like a bull in a china uh, uh, closet. And But it was one of those to where they, they still let me mature a little bit and grow up. And I, I finally came to appreciate what was going on. But I, I never let them off the hook. I mean, I, it was always like Demarney Dawson was the highest paid player there. Uh, you know, in the league and, and other guys that I had there, I went hard, but, but it was always, always that respect there in a, in a maintained mouth with, with art. And the fact that you were a, 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 a Pittsburgh guy, I know you weren't from, from the city, but the fact that you were a local guy, that didn't, that wasn't a small part of that. He, oh, you know what? There, he, he, there's no doubt about it. That, that was it. You know, that's one of the things he, he talked about Pitt and Joey Divin, the, uh-huh. legendary street boxer yep. and joey was his, his driver and you know those those old boys in in, in oakland uh mouse mccullough who was the uh, equipment man up there and and all the guys on the ground uh, grounds crew i mean they all knew the chief and because you know he was a, he wanted to be around not the people who were on the front lines and all the rest he, he wanted to be around the people who did the work and yep. uh who were from oakland and the city and he just got along with them i went down to the stadium one night and i saw him there i don't know why i was there and i said uh hi what are you doing down here tonight uh mr rooney and uh he said i come down here every night i said really i said what for he said i just like to hang out with the guys and i said you mean the coaches he looked at me like i had he, like i was nuts and i said that he said no the grounds crew <laughs> he wanted to hang out with the i mean he looked at me like what are you kidding me i want to hang out with those guys yeah. Hey, I got a, a couple yeah. minutes left here. I want to ask you a couple things here. Um, first of all, where is the okay. concussion issue going to go? As an attorney and and all the stuff that's involved in that, I think you're a good guy to ask that question. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how you avoid that in this game. Uh, I did studies on concussions with uh, Dr. Joe Maroon back in the 90s. And by the way, Dr. Dr. Joe got a bad rap from that movie. Unfortunately, that movie tanked because it just wasn't factual but uh you know we knew about the concussions and what you know what was going on in the 90s or at least the start of it i don't know how you can write uh intent uh into the rule uh you know it's one of those things where you're just everything is so fast guys are bigger stronger quicker than they ever were and that's going to continue to go on and and you have split seconds, and there are just times, unfortunately, you have no no choice but to lay that head in there. And yep. you, uh, you know, it's, now if you're going to do a if you're going to pull a Burkett or a Jack Tatum, uh, you know Burkett from uh, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. who's uh, a killer, and I think he should be uh, disqualified now. That's just my opinion. Uh, and of course, Jack Tatum, uh, what he did nowadays, and he's dead now, but it would never be accepted uh, because it was uh, an intent to inflict uh, serious bodily harm on the player, uh, coming and using the top of your helmet and, and lunging forward for the other player's head, helmet, whatever. But uh, that's one, one set of circumstances. When, when you're on the interior line, for example, a linebacker, and most of these calls that are being go- going on here, and I think there's, they've called it already 51 times in the preseason, yeah. is what I read uh, about a, a 1.5 times per, per game. And, you know, you get into the big games where everybody's livelihoods are on the line and everyone's playing uh, this all out. This It's unavoidable. And now you're going to have a guy in stripes try to make that call. Uh, and it's just, to me, you're, it, I understand what they're trying to do. And, you know, I, I, I can applaud them. And Rich McKay, good guy. He's the guy who heads this up. He's down in uh, Atlanta now. But it's just something that, you know, it's a part of the game. You either accept that part going in. Or stay out of the game and don't watch it. Spoken like a brawler, Ralph. I'm I'm out, <laughs> I'm out of time, man. I, that's something I could talk to you a long time about. Next time I have you on, I want to ask you if you think it's the uh, beginning of the end of tackle football because I'm beginning to think that. But I'm out of time. I, I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Love to do it, John. Thank you. Take okay, care. that's uh, Ralph Sindrich, a brawl, uh, NF called NFL brawler, a player turned agents, forty years in the bloody trenches of the National Football League. I knew he'd be a good guy to talk to, and he was. We're going to be back and talk about something ridiculous at ESPN. 
How much do you spend on your pest control each year? $200, $300 or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free and yes, it is possible to rid your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. Our best seller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code Radio 20. The one thing I loved about working with him, we got to pray with our patients. And I could do that without feeling like I was going to get in trouble. At the medicine shops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb continues the legacy of pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. And many people, you cannot cure them or make them truly get well if they have something down deep that they haven't ever addressed. Stress affects your whole body. Like when I get stressed, I have between my shoulder blades, my muscles get tight. Some people, it's GI. Some people, it can be a rash. Some people, their immune system is down. So we address that too. But you have to address the root causing that stress for them to truly heal. One of the things I'm very humbled by is that many of the people that Joe and I saw together, they're still coming to see me. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to have the same empathy and love and caring that he had. I just love it. It's my dream job. It's what I've always wanted to do. Every day is different because not everybody's the same. Call for a consultation today, 888-865-9595. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-452-6990. That's 800-452-6990. 800-452-6990. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loop Pole full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM 1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. windowsruspittsburgh.com. You're listening to The John Staggerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, our producer Aaron Byrne and I have uh, survived seven weeks when we finish up here today uh, doing this show. When I At the beginning, I said it's not a sports show, but it's not not a sports show. So we do like to talk about sports, but I like to not get two X's and O's about it. Uh, and here's another sports story that I think it transcends sports a lot. This is Michelle Beadle. She uh, works for NFL uh, for ESPN, which I rarely watch. If there's not a game on, I'm, I'm rarely watching it. Um, and she was uh, she's here talking about uh, how she feels about football. This is uh, just right after the Urban Meyer story where he lied or seemed to lie at his press conference. And she makes five million dollars a year on a show that gets terrible ratings. Here's what she had to say. That being said, there's a reason why this will be the second season I don't watch NFL and I don't spend my Saturdays watching college football either. I believe that the sport of football has set itself up to be in a position where it shows itself 
in the bigger picture to not really care about women. They don't really care about people of color, but we won't get into that for NFL either. But as a woman, I feel like a person who has been marginalized, and every single one of these stories that comes out every single time pushes me further and further away. I realize they don't care, but for me, it's opened up my weekends. I appreciate you for giving that to me. I don't care anymore. I've lost the ability to be surprised. You got three games. You could have been fired. They could have gotten away with not having to pay you a single dime. You survived it. And not only did you survive it, but you didn't have the grace enough to at least look over the statement that you were handed seven seconds before and pretend that like you meant a single word in it. The entire thing is a disgrace. I'm just numb to it. I'm just ready for NBA to kick off. Well, I'm not. I kind of like football. And Michelle needs to take a walk from the show because... She was hired to be on a sports show, and the sports show is going to is on in the morning. It's called Get Up. It's getting terrible ratings, maybe in great part because she's on it. I don't know. I've never seen it, but um, she is now feeling marginalized. Well, maybe you're in the wrong business. You're covering football. It's been around for a million years, and it's this is how it's played. These are the people who play it. If you didn't know that getting in, you, maybe uh, you, you weren't paying attention. And once you did get in and they started paying you $5 million or about $100,000 a week to be on a show, uh, and it's going to be on on Monday mornings, and and you're going to go on this sports show, and everybody's going to know that you, are, you were just too offended to be able to watch the NFL and college football. And, and what are you doing there then? What are you doing on the show on Monday morning if you didn't watch any football in the middle of October? So I, I just uh, it just it makes it, it's just nauseating is what it is. You don't get to be marginalized. You got into a it's like it's like being a crime reporter and you say there's just too many murders out there. I, I I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to talk about murders. It's part of the sport. It's part of the, part of the culture. Nobody likes it. It's not good. But nobody cares if Michelle Beadle is marginalized. If you're marginalized, take a hike. Go get another job. Maybe maybe just cover the NBA. Although, if you watch the NBA closely enough, I have a feeling you're going to find some things that might make you feel marginalized, too. Maybe you ought to try tennis or golf or, or badminton. I don't know, but don't pay attention to football. Don't collect your paycheck. Thanks to Aaron Byrne for another good week. Seven weeks, we made it. See you Monday. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.